The story behind the story. In faith, culture, news, and entertainment. This is this is Billy Hallowell. Hey, what's going on? It's Billy, and I am super excited to be sitting down today with Colton Dixon. If you don't know Colton, he is a phenomenal singer and performer, and he got his start on American Idol, but has really been huge in the faith space, right? He's a phenomenal singer, phenomenal performer, and he actually has a new EP out called Colton Dixon. And so one of the things I like to do on the show, and you know this, is not just kind of dive into the new project. Of course, there are books, there's music, there's all sorts of things that people are putting out, and they're all great projects. We're going to talk about that on the show today, but I also like to dive into the history. Who is the person? Where have they come from? What are some of the challenges they've had? And so we're going to get a chance to dive into all of that, and so I want you guys to head out and make sure after this interview, you grab the Colton Dixon EP, which is out now. You can head over to his website or whatever website you buy music on, but with no further ado, I want to welcome Colton Dixon to the podcast. Hey, Colton, how's it going today? Doing really good, man. You? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, and I'm I'm excited to uh, to chat. It's been a while. I think it's been probably three or four years since I've interviewed you, and I know a lot of life has happened in between there. You've got new music coming out, so there's a lot to talk about. Um, but I have to ask you. So you've taken you took sort of like a three year break, right? Sure. Yeah. So what what uh, what was that like for you? Those three years. Um. To all of you guys, it, it looked like a three-year break. Um, I was still working, um, but man, it was it was kind of a season and perspective change for my wife and I. Um, the American Idol deal ended, which meant um, the label deal ended as well. So there was a second there I was without label. So we were really having to trust God that um, He knew what He was doing, and um, which is. Sometimes easier said than done. I mean, it's fun when you have to practice what you preach. All um, the time, all the time, easier said than done. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but it, it turned out really great. We're now with Atlantic Records, and um, I've been writing um, the last two to three years. Um, I feel like we've written enough songs for like seven albums, and you guys are getting like the smallest little taste. But we um. Yeah, we uh, we picked the best of the best from those sixty to seventy songs, and and uh, we're gonna release five. So that's the plan. Now it's hard. That's so crazy. Well, and it's funny because you you said you know to everyone else it's like oh you've been on a break, but you haven't been because it takes an insane amount of work. And I think yeah. to the rest of the world, something comes out and it's like, great, the music's there, but they don't realize what goes into that process. The the years of work. I mean, you sixty to seventy songs. It's a lot of songs, and what's what's hard for me is there are so many other songs that I really want to put out. So I was in working with a label. I'm like, okay, I'll agree to an EP. It's hurting me, but I'll agree to an EP because we really believe in these five. But man, like, please don't tell me that that means these other ones will never see the light of day. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're gonna start start small and we'll work our way. I'm like, okay. Great. Okay. You're like, let's do it. But still, that's that's hard because those are your babies. You know, like you put that so much work into that. Um, so talk about miracles a little bit because I love the song. First of all, I think it's great. What Thank you. what went into you writing that? You know, what was the impetus for that? Yeah. Um, honestly, it was that season um, of unknown. Um, we were kind of forced to slow down, and in doing so, um, kind of like the situation we're in right now, too. Honestly, um, when you're forced to slow down, you start to see and appreciate all the little things 
uh, all the little blessings. Um, we consider them miracles that happen every day. Um, the fact that we woke up today is a huge deal and it shouldn't be taken for granted. So, um, yeah, just appreciating the little things for the miracles that they really were is kind of what sparked the idea. Um, got to write the song with like songwriter legend um, Busby, um, who actually passed away um, latter bit of last year, um, which is such a bummer. But it was so cool that we got to have that time and write such a timely song um, at his place in California. But um, yeah, that's kind of what sparked it was that season that I was in. So it was a very personal place that we got to have fun with. Yeah. And, you know, you and your wife, by the way, speaking of miracles, you guys are expecting twins, which is amazing. Um, are you ready for that? Are you ready for twins? Um, as ready as you can be. <laughs> um, it's so funny, like before, before we found out we were pregnant, um, we, we would kind of like every once in a while have the conversation be like, are we ready? And it's kind of like, is anyone ever ready? Right. Like, what is this? You know, you will um, be ready when it comes. That's what you learn. It's there's some yeah. kind of job learning with twins. I would imagine. I've never had <laughs> twins, but I have, two, I have two kids, and I'm like balance. I always wonder, like balancing two kids. Part of me, it's like, man, it'd be awesome to do those things at the same time with two kids. And then the other part of me is like, wow, that's a lot to do with two kids at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes, we are. We are preparing. We're trying to prepare as as best we know how. Um, It'll be awesome. It'll be great. Yeah, it's be so fun. That's so thank fun. you so much. We um, yeah, it's gonna be good. So, and I can't imagine there's any shortage of things going on. You've got obviously the new music. You have that happening, and you're coming off of this period of hard work that looked like a break to everyone else, but you were, you know, working really hard. You have said that you went through, you know, having your faith tested during that time. You know, what are some of the ways, how did, how did that happen? What were some of the things you learned, I guess, during that time? Sure. Um, well, I mean, basically in losing that label deal, it was kind of like I lost my job there for a minute, which, um, as a, as an artist, you never really think about, at least I didn't. Um, I was always, always felt like I would be under the security blanket of having a label and everything would be fine. And, and then all of a sudden it wasn't, and it was just kind of like, wow, it, it's, it can be very easy to let fear and doubt creep in. Um, but my wife said something that changed the game for us. She said, um, what if this isn't a setback? What if God is just setting you up for what's next? And I'm like, Wow. That is so much better than, than you know, standing on fear or standing on you know whatever else it is. Um, so we started to put our faith to that, and it wasn't just a couple months later that um, that we we saw things start to shift. Um, I firmly believe that faith is what precedes a miracle. Um, we have to have faith. We have to come with faith, and that's whenever. That's whenever like, it's kind of like when, when you want, let's say you want a Jeep and you don't see Jeeps a lot, but as soon as you like get one or you're like wanting to get one, you see them everywhere. They're everywhere. Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. They, they actually are everywhere. But, <laughs> um, but the point being is like, whenever you start to use your words and to start to speak life into your situation, you start seeing it happen. And, um, that's something that my wife and I started to do and, and it really just changed the game for us. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a hard thing, too. And, and I've had a lot of people on the show recently who have talked about identity and people who work in media or Hollywood or music. You know, those are three areas where identity, it's so easy. And not that you did this at all, but I'm, I'm putting it out there because I think anybody who's worked in those arenas probably has struggled with this, where you end up having your identity sometimes be in the wrong place, even when you don't mean for it to be in that place. You know, it's not... God, maybe it ends up sort of shifting towards the attention or, you know, the even just the job itself, the love for music, maybe in your case. I don't know. But did you learn any lessons around that or have you kind of always felt like you were pretty solid in that arena? Yeah, um, it's a it's a really tough job. What I do for that reason, um, we were we weren't designed to get the glory. We were designed to give the glory. And and when you are on the receiving end of that it's really easy to believe it yeah um, I've, I've heard people say my dad even said don't believe the hype good or bad um it's really good advice but um but yeah my my last record that i put out with um with capital christian was called identity so it's really funny that it, yet again i've got to practice what i preach um but yeah um when that went away um it was like Part of who I was felt like it was dying. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I didn't even realize I was so wrapped up in it. But I'm like, man, like I'm more than just writing songs and I'm more than just this this guy you might see on a CD cover or on a poster. Um, like I have a wife and I have a family and, and now I'm going to have two little girls added to the family. And it's like, oh, I'm so much more than that. Um, so yeah, it was a good reality check, yeah. um, good slice of humble pie, as my mom would like to say it. But um, yeah, it was good. Did definitely learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's so many people. I think probably listening to this or watching this who you know, they, they're feeling that same thing in their own life. It doesn't have to be music or Hollywood. I think we can so easily wrap ourselves, especially jobs. I think professional yeah. things, I mean, working in media for the years that I have, that's been a struggle for me because it's so easy to just, like you were saying, you don't even realize it. And then when it's gone or you have a move or something changes and you see a noticeable shift in some way, you're like, oh my gosh, I was really pouring myself into that attention or that thing. And you know, not pouring myself maybe where I should have been. And so I always try to stay grounded in that, but it's so easy to slip away again. So I appreciate you sharing that because I think I think that's a huge issue for so many people. And right now we got a lot of time to think, right? We're all kind of in quarantine. So Man. Yeah. We've got tons of time and and it's so funny. Like early on, like I was doing the puzzles and and I, I I totally came across a Batman Lego set that I had to have, so I definitely obliged. But it's like you know what? Like we're gonna get our house ready for the girls, and we're gonna start doing things even with ourselves. Like my wife, even though she's pregnant, she works out pretty much every day. Um, I'm trying to do the same. Like it's like oh, we have such an opportunity to like better ourselves in this environment, um, and it's up to you. It's a decision that no one else can make for you you have to do it and and i think a lot of people are going to come out on the other side of this a lot healthier and a lot stronger families are going to be tighter um yeah there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this i think well it's like i mean you talk about first world problems but i i miss getting a starbucks or like going out and doing like the the simple things and i would complain about and i'm i'm a natural complainer and that's something that i have to ask god to help me with all the time because i just i can complain about things and now i'm like wow you know i was complaining about a lot of stuff that was really silly right and 
now I'm thinking, oh, I'm making my own coffee. God forbid, you know, but it's it's like, wow, I'm I'm learning a lot about myself. And I think you're so right. We have to kind of make that decision to say, OK, like, God, what are you going to teach us through this time? Right. Um, yeah. What do you have for me during this time? So I've been kind of trying to shift my focus. I live in New York, so we've been kind of in the oh, man. of a lot of this. Right. So we're kind of in the ground zero of it. But um any so you've been doing puzzles. You did a Batman set. You bought a Batman set. Uh, I did. Are you done with the puzzles yet? Do you feel like you're tired of them? Are you still doing them? Yeah. So my last puzzle was an all black puzzle. Oh wow! The entire thing was black. How do you even and, do that? How does that even? Um, they give you they give you like a piece of paper that has like the shapes all outlined. Oh wow! But it's. I mean, when you're intense, it's intense. (laughs) It's intense. Um, it took me, it took me a couple weeks to do that one. Um, but yeah, I think I'm good on puzzles for a solid while. That one, that one, uh, yeah. Did me out on the puzzle. Phil monopoly has been our thing. Like we've been doing a lot of monopoly and then we shifted to like the switch and doing monopoly on the Nintendo switch and it's not the same, but it's different. So it's like a different enough where you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I'm kind of monopolied out now. Sure. Um, but on a serious note, cause I, w- I did want to ask you one other thing about career because you obviously you were on American idol, your career started out there. A lot of artists. And I always say, and I really believe this, that there are so many Christian artists who would blow so many other people out of the water in the secular world. Right. And you have this choice of, of making music that honors God. Um, and, and that inspires people. Not that secular music can't do that. And it obviously has, but, but it's very yeah. different. Um, did you ever face a struggle of kind of saying, do I want to cross over? Do I want to move into that realm? I know some artists actually don't even see big differences. They just make music, right? And that, that honors sure. God. But how did yeah. you process that? And what drove your decision to choose the path that you've been on? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, coming off of Idol, um, it was definitely a decision that I had to make. Being on a mainstream television show, um, but growing up in church and listening to Christian music, obviously my heart was there. Um, so just kind of that that question of asking God, you know, what what do you have for me? Um, is my is my goal here? Should it be um, bringing a bunch of people who wouldn't normally listen to Christian music to listen to Christian music, or is it to be a light and dark place? Um, and I just asked, and I was like, you know what? Like I just pray that you show up in the writing room. And um, we'll know pretty quickly uh, based on the songs. And the first couple songs I wrote were the first two singles <laughs> on uh, my first record, You Are and Never Gone. So it was like, okay, cool. Love this. Love Christian music. Um, it's funny you ask that, though, because being with Atlantic, Atlantic is a mainstream record label, right. which means um, I think technically Miracles is categorized under pop and not Christian, um, which surprised me whenever I saw it for the first time. I was like, oh, um, I knew that there were going to be more opportunities with Atlantic. Um, but man, I think that's the that's the thing that's always been on my heart is I love I love getting to like love on people and give people hope who don't necessarily know the lingo or know know all the stuff. Um, that's that brings me so much joy. Um, it did when I was on Idol. People, um, they didn't even know what it was that was different about me, but they would write me letters or hit me up on Twitter at the time, and they'd be like, "Hey, I just I'm gravitated toward you. Like, 
you know, I, I love like who you are, what you stand for. And then I get to tell them about Jesus and it's really awesome. But, um, there's a big opportunity that my team and I have in front of us to continue to do that. Um, all the while bringing all of these fans that we've made in the Christian world as well, along with us, we can't do it without them. Um, it can be a tricky thing because I've growing up in Christian music, you see bands and artists do it the right way and you see some do it the wrong way. Um, I in no way am, am saying, dumb Christian music, I'm no, gone to No, 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 I totally get it. Um, I love Christian music and always will. Um, and I will continue to make music that I believe in morally and creatively. Um, but like I said, we just have a really cool opportunity to reach people who won't come to church. Um, and they're listening to something. Um, they're listening to Ed Sheeran and... Um, Sean Mendez and now Lauren Daigle, which is awesome. But um, yeah, we're, we're wanting to service those people as well. So, and people need it. I mean, there's such this, like, I don't think you have to choose either or I'm not a musician, right? I'm not a performer, but I, I feel like we just, the way we talk about things and I won't ask you to comment on this, but I will comment on it in the Christian world is sometimes so siloed. Like you have to do this or you have to do this and you can't go over here and do this. Cause if you do that, you know, you're selling out or you're not, it's like, no, that's not, I mean, I think back to, I can only imagine. And I remember I was in college at the time when that song was, was, hitting mainstream channels and like Z100 in New York city, people are blaring Z100, which is a mainstream station. And I can only imagine it's the number one song. And yeah. I, re- I just remember mercy me being like, we've moved on to another album. Like we're not even that song. We're not intentionally pushing that song out. And you probably know the story behind it, but um, God does things, you know, with people's music and with anything, he could do anything. So it's just yeah. to me incredible. And I, I love that journey that you're on there. And I think miracles is a song that could play anywhere. And that would speak, to people in a deep way and people who need that message right i mean that's the goal isn't it not just inspiring people who are believers but reaching others so yep that's awesome i concur there you go there you go i was like i'm not gonna make you comment um so my last question for you out of the songs that are coming out in this ep which one is is your personal favorite and why oh um that's so hard um my first tour ever was with third day and Mac Powell answered this question perfectly. He said, man, all of my songs are like kids. Every once in a while you have an ugly one, but you love them all the same. <laughs> That's great. It's I'll fantastic. Take that. I'll take that. Um, however, I will answer this. Uh, I, I like them all for different reasons, but currently um, my favorite is a song called The Devil is a Liar. Um, which is actually out now. Um, it was the it's the last release we we had. Um, I love it because it's just like sticking it to Satan, and I love that. Um, it, it's it's basically saying don't take the bait. Um, the enemy, um, you know, um, goes around um, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. God comes to give us life and life more abundant. So realize um, if something falls in the steal, kill, destroy category realize who it's from and dismiss it. And if it's from the other category, cling to it. Um, it's also just a really fun song to listen to. We had a lot of fun making it, but um, it's probably my favorite. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's a t- that's something that people don't, I feel like sometimes we avoid these top, like we avoid even thinking about these topics and it's so essential to like the Christian walk. Yeah. To be, like, right. And yet we don't, we don't talk about it enough. I feel like, I don't know. So I, I love that. That's your, uh, 
that's your pick. Um, where can people find out about the music? It drops, I believe, in the next few days here, right? May 1st? So it's actually been postponed. The reason is we're shooting a music video for a song called Can't Quit You. And quarantine has kind of had us – we've had to be very creative. I'm actually jumping on a call here in a little bit to figure out how we're going to film this music video. Um, so May 15th is the tentative date. Awesome. A couple right, cool. weeks. Um, it's not too bad. Um, it's not postponed indefinitely, I promise. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, coltondixon.com will um, keep you guys updated. I'm on Instagram as well, uh, Colton Dixon Music. Um, we're, we're posting nursery things and home renovation things and, and other things. Exciting things you have to do to prepare for what's about to happen. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, it's wow. good. so good, man. <laughs> well, listen, thanks so much. I, I love to have you on. We'll have to have you back very soon again. Yes, thank you. Really appreciate your time. And that was Colton Dixon, who really just has, I think, a fascinating story. It's great to kind of go behind the music, behind the career, and go in and sort of hear a little bit about what people are dealing with, right? And so we assume, oh, that person was on a long break, right? But meanwhile, they're working the whole time and kind of getting ready for the next phase. And I particularly love hearing stories of people who are using music and the arts and their talents to spread the gospel. And so I really appreciate Colton coming on the show today. And for all of you out there, if you're listening to this, please head over to BillyHollowell.com. I've got blogs over there. You can see some of the things that I've been working on and sign up for my newsletter, Invigorate. I send Invigorate once a week. It's a faith newsletter that kind of brings you into interviews like this, right? Interviews, content, Bible verse lists, things that will inspire you, uh, faith news and culture news. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Please tune in next time for another episode of the Billy Hollowell Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. Visit Billy on Facebook or Twitter at Billy Hallowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more.